And we are back. I am Eric, and I like bounce houses. That's Paul, and he likes just hanging around. We are the Fat Packs, and this is Beckett Radio. What's up, Paul? Saw, dude. Saw, man. How are you doing this morning? Oh, man. It is early. It's early on a Thursday. Um, we haven't tried to, We haven't done a show this early in a, in a long time. It's been, it's been a while since we've been in here this early. Uh, we have to get in here this early because we have... A, it seems like when we are in here, it's because we have magazines to do. Yeah. You know? Yep. And SEM comes out... Or SEM goes to print tomorrow. Yeah. And I, I have the hockey, which goes to print on uh, Monday. So... We got to get in here and knock this stuff out uh, before the powers that be get in here and we're like, why are you not at your desk doing this? Right, exactly. So um, that's why we're here early on a Thursday, but uh, we're happy to be here. We are. And uh, we're going to bring you some new products and pricing right now. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. <laughs> I think what happened was, I think there's been such a flood, you know, especially in football. National Treasures, a couple weeks later, flawless. They got the, they're already strong into 2017. This is just an off week for everybody. Okay. So, but I do have one kind of cool product I want to talk about. All right, go ahead. As I drop, as you drop my information, <laughs> but it's called Leaf Memorabilia Treasure Box. All right. All okay. right. Okay. I follow. Now you're looking at about, it's a high end, about five hundred twenty-five, five fifty a box. Okay. But you get five pieces of memorabilia. Oh. Okay. okay. All right. So I was looking at the checklist: Daisy Ridley Auto Eight by Ten. Joe Montana, full-size helmet, Brady, full-size jersey, not the one from Mexico, like the actual one that hasn't been uh, <laughs> right. traveling the around. One that hasn't been. Yes. Yeah. Um, just a really, really cool checklist, really cool product. It's not your normal, hey, I opened up, I got some cards, I got a cut signature. This is like actual stuff you can put your hands on. So kudos to Leaf. I think it's going to be a, uh, a good product. So is, it drops tomorrow. Is any of it from Eli Manning? Uh, hopefully not. Hopefully not. That's a whole. That's a big mess. That's a whole. That's a whole show. Yeah, it really is. Um, I don't. You know, Steiner's involved with it, and Steiner's you know very reputable. And uh, I don't. I don't want to speak out of turn here, but you, I just like we always say when this kind of stuff comes up, you got to do your homework, man. Yeah, if exactly. It, if it doesn't smell. It's probably not game you. I mean, <laughs> you know, if it doesn't smell like Tide and yeah, right. It's it's probably probably not game used. All right, so that that's just the one product. That's um, really all I got. Okay, it's really all I got. That's uh that's it. Now next week I was telling you we mm-hmm. were talking about off air, aficionado soccer. Aficionado soccer. Okay. Um, <laughs> Moving I'm, on. Here's the thing with that man, and I don't. I'm sorry. I'm gonna I'm gonna be the one to to bash aficionado here. I didn't I didn't care for the basketball product. No, yeah. Some of the inserts were cool. A little yeah. retro feel. Felt like yeah. I was a kid again. Um, but, you know, hey, they they tried. Yeah. You know, I don't, it'll, see, it'll be interesting to see if it's a new line that they come out with next year. Sure. Uh, they're trying the soccer. Who knows? Maybe Soccer maybe might work better. It might. Now, with that being said, when we opened it, when we opened it on Boxbusters, I did enjoy the old school Sean Kemp's and the stuff like that. I, right. I loved. Well, I, I kind of geeked out over the Sonics cards. Is really what I you did. You did. You did. <laughs> so, um, I did. I did enjoy that. But I mean, I just seen. I don't know. I've seen a lot of it, and I'm just like it. Kind of. I like Prism better. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. I mean, everybody's got their favorites, and yeah. uh, you know, kudos yeah, to them for yeah. giving a shot, and maybe yeah, they they'll, maybe they'll score a goal with the with soccer. I think I like your little wink there. <laughs> you <laughs> they, like that? I, you know what? I honestly think that aficionado in soccer could have a little bit of a. 
a little bit of RuPaul. I like Donruss soccer from the last two seasons. You you are high on Donruss soccer. I was. I really was, and I I really enjoyed it. So uh, let's see what Aficionado brings to soccer. All right, let me get you some new pricing because we do have four new products here, uh, all from Brian Fleischer, the guru of the department. He has a Gypsy Queen baseball price for you. Tops tribute baseball is that tribute? Hold on, let me look. Let Probably me look. tribute. Yeah, yeah, tribute baseball priced for you. Uh, aficionado basketball, okay, and uh, prestige basketball, all yeah. priced up for you. Perfect. I am working on uh, ice, which uh, we broke. Ice baby, sorry, I had no, to. you're fine. We we to. broke that yesterday. Uh, fun product to break. Uh, product format change went from eight packs to six packs. Uh, still getting uh, auto and a mem or uh, this year. Well, I think last year too. They had the exquisite updates in them. So Dude, those things are nice cards, man. You know what? It's uh, I like. I miss the exquisite as a brand on, on a whole. Right, right. You know, I I wish that there was a, the exquisite brand and having them inserted into uh, products throughout the season. I guess is you know a way to get it out there. But yeah. man, I I, I just want to go. I want to go to the LCS and just pick up a box of exquisite and you will for nine hundred dollars <laughs> <laughs> that's uh but po- post hits here <laughs> yeah post hits here so we have that uh, next week um oh, what's coming out next week i believe leaf leaf metal leaf metal hockey okay i think that's coming out and right. then uh sp authentic should be right around the corner too i'm sure that those will both i know that leaf metal will get out before uh the show in toronto so i'm, I'm sure spa will too they yeah. they, they usually push yeah, at the same time, right, they'll, they'll probably it'll probably come out the day uh, like the day the show opens, and I'm gonna be struggling to get a checklist in before before then. That's because you're gonna be too busy opening packs. Yes, we are gonna <laughs> be too busy opening packs. What is going on here? Why is my microphone all crazy? We'll have to figure this out in a minute. But uh, anyways, so let's get into the fantasy talk. All right, we're gonna jump right into this fantasy talk here. Um, well. Baseball is fantasy baseball as we're right in the middle of it now. Uh, we're two weeks in. Some of us are doing better than others. Yeah, <laughs> that's an understatement. <laughs> yeah, uh, I the, the a lot of a lot of talk on Twitter this last week between uh, Sparty Hawk, Cash, what's up, Marlin, and some Dub mentality. And I I made some like rule changes, not rule changes, but some point changes when I when I create we customized the league, right? Right, right, and um. I, I penalized some things, you know, so there's some negative points to be had and uh, there's there's some some points for a double play and, you know, stuff like that. And, yeah, I changed uh, I changed mine up a little bit, too. So uh, the theme right now is no lead is safe in a Beckett Radio Fantasy Baseball <laughs> League. Uh, yeah. So, uh, guys, I told you on Twitter. I like points, and <laughs> so that's why they're like that. And we're gonna have fun with it. I hope you. I, I'm not changing it, so uh, have fun with what we're doing. Uh, set your lineups and uh, get all started. All right, Paul, you got yours printed out in front of you. Um, why don't you go ahead and start with your league? Tell us where you're at. All right. Well, last week, um, well, I got it handed to me. There's not much I can say about it. <laughs> I got uh, I got my my butt kicked last week. Uh, Team James. Uh, who's now one and one uh, took care of me at four thirty one to three forty six. I am now one and one uh, in my league. In your league, okay. okay. Um, you know that's okay after two weeks, right? Fifty percent. Sure. <laughs> 50%. sure. Uh, anyway, uh, team Johnny G seven one one took care of Royal Champions five fifty to five oh seven, and both of them are one and one. 
It's a theme here. It's a theme. Um, it's a theme. Um, Brizzo Incorporated uh, got really beat by the Bio No Corn Belters, 502 to 377. And each of them are one and one. One and one. There you go. Okay. All, All right. right. There you go. All right. And then we got uh, Team Brogan against Boston Trump 2020. Boston Trump took care of that, 484 to 423. And both of them are? One and one. There you go. All right. All right. You, you caught on. It's got good it. stuff. All right. Now I'm going to mix it up. Okay. Team Newman played Maryland Can of Corn. Okay. Wasn't even close. Maryland Can of Corn, 596. Team Newman, 383. Maryland can of corn two and zero. Oh. Two and zero. Oh. Team Newman zero oh and two. Leading the league two and zero. Oh. <laughs> Le- yeah, leading the league two and zero. Oh. Uh, Team Newman zero oh and two. Everybody else, right in the middle. All right, all right, right in the middle. That's where we're at. Uh, I'm not going to go through all of this week's scores. I just want to hit one highlight. I am only down four points this week. I'm excited. Uh, okay. It's one fifty five to one fifty one. World Champions has me by a few points, but like you said, no lead is safe. No lead is safe not in the Beckett Radio not at Baseball all. League. Not at all. So keep setting your lineups, guys. Um, kudos to uh, – I want to give a, a quick shout-out to Brizzo Incorporated for having Thames on their team. I have Thames in one of my leagues as well. Boom. I mean, good call. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good call. Didn't see that one coming. He uh, went over to Japan for a f- couple of seasons, and now he's back and just – I bet more people go over there and come back. You think so? <laughs> if, if the results are the same, yeah, for sure. So, I, I bet. I bet so, too. So um, kudos to them. So, that's anyway, that's where I'm at. Um, I am out of the 10 teams. I am ranked ninth right now. Doing so I'm, well, Paul. I'm, uh, doing well. I'm uh, at the bottom. You're doing better than me. I'm 0-2. So, oh. I'm at the bottom in the uh, Beckett, Beckett Radio Q, the Drake's uh, League. I took a loss last week, 524-406 to 406 from the Orange Crush. Randy Keller putting it on me. Uh, with that being said, I was kind of like incapacitated for a little for part of that. You, you were you had a little, so, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah we won't, we can talk about that later. Yeah, we're gonna get into that later uh, in the Beckett Radio. Mail we're just bag. gonna bounce around it right now. Yeah, we're just gonna bounce bounce around all things there. Uh, the Fort Worth Gurkhoffs, Kim Kinsley took a loss to uh, to Marlin and Sparty Hawk, um, five fifty one to five fifty six. High Heat Zach May put it on the Grand Rapids Chocolate Ninja, six sixty two to four sixty nine. Uh, dub mentality ballers Joey Shiver beat no I'm sorry lost to Jimmy Mack 627 to 626 close game there close yeah no um, joke final game of the week the big crab cake Christopher Blair 601 over DeGrom nom nom 545 all uh, on week two of the uh, cue the Drake League now let me switch over to the other fantasy league that we ran for you guys uh, the Beckett Radio Fat Packs Baseball League. This one is, uh, I think I'm one and one here. Let me let me just check and make sure to get all the things pulled up where I need to be. I don't need week three. I need week two. And here we go. All right. Pastafari and Spaghetti Mon. Yes. Greatest name ever. Really good name. I'm really liking it. Uh, did beat me 297 to 240, so I am one and one. Uh in the outfield, 377 over Team Laveau, um, 275. Team Sergeant, 361, beat Jeff Money Loan Cards, uh, 361 to 350. Uh, whew, what is that? S- the Special K's beat Jeff Hoyle, 369 357. And then these are all close games. Uh, team Oil Cans, 280 over 240. Uh, team Henderson. 
So that's where that's where the standings are uh, from last week in that league. Uh, see this. Let me look at the standings just to give you the first place team. It looks like it's going to be a tie for first place. Oi in the outfield and the special case, both at two and zero. Oh. Two and zero. Oh. Two. All right. Not too many two and zero oh teams, man. Not too many two and zero oh teams. Uh, again, no lead is safe in a Beckett Radio um, <laughs> leak. In the leak. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not. It's it's the point. The points are fun. The points are fun. All right, guys. That's the fantasy um, fantasy. Recap. Breakdown recap for the for the breakdown. Um, I do owe um, Mike Sumner a box of aficionado. I have it on my desk again, Mike. I was just incapacitated for part of the week, and I'm going to get that out to you. And same with the box of bonus bonus that got out. I have another box of that to give away too. So Woo-hoo. we'll we'll, uh, we'll come up with something on 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 Twitter for that. You got all that happening. Uh, let me set up the show for you. So what we're going to do. Uh, First is we're gonna bring in uh, die cut Dave. <laughs> die cut <laughs> die Dave. Cut Dave. <laughs> uh, Dave, uh, you might know him on Twitter at, uh, at DP Cards. He is a Andre Ellington super collector. Super 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 collector. And uh, we, we we brought him on next up in our super collector series, and we sat down with him yesterday and chatted all things Andre Ellington and his PC. Um, some some cool. Cool little things in there that, that you don't see, like a voicemail, you know, a voicemail that he has in his PC from, from his player that he PCs. There you go. That works. So there's stuff like that. Uh, then we're going to, a little later, we're going to open up the Beckett Radio mailbag and get into some of your questions. Put it out there on Twitter for you guys. Love the interaction. Um, open it up. Just ask us anything. and It could be card-related. It could be life-related. And we will uh, we will answer it. We got some uh, some just questions. Just be ready for the answers. Yeah, just be ready. For the, <laughs> we we got some questions, and uh, Paul has not seen them. No, I I purposely stay away from the mailbag. So just, I'm gonna just lay these on Paul and get his live reaction. I gotta get up. Like I gotta get like. I need a Facebook periscope, live this or something. Periscope and Facebook live. I need to get a, a a tripod for the phone. Yeah. So I can wide uh, angle lens. <laughs> wide angle lens. So we can see your reactions as you as you hear these questions. Uh, there's, then there's that, and then a little later we're gonna get into bucket whatevs. Uh, Paul, looks like you and I were both, and and John for that matter, were both all three of us horribly wrong on picking the Boston Celtics. Uh, but then again, we prefaced it with the phrase "predictions way too early to be right." So, yeah, this is true. This is true. Very true. Yeah, but the yeah, I can't wait for whatevs, man. A lot of hanging out there. So. A lot of hanging out there to to just get into and just you know swing some things by you. All right, uh, here's. That's that's what's going on in the show this week. You guys hang tight. We'll be right back with Dave Dyka. I'm, I'm just going to call him Dyka Dave. Dyka Dave. Dyka Dave, the uh, Andre Ellington Super Collector. What's going on? It's Troy Hughes from 105.3 The Fan in Dallas, and you are listening to Beckett Radio. All right, guys, we're back after that quick break. And uh, joining us on the phone, next up in our Super Collector series, here on Beckett Radio is, uh, well, it's a PC that I don't quite understand, but we're going to get into that. David, the Andre Ellington Super Collector. Good morning, sir. How are you? I'm great. Eric, Paul, Fat Packs, it's uh, an honor and a pleasure to be on with you guys this morning. Good man, to we, have you, man. Good yeah, to have you. It's great. It's great to have you. Paul lit up when you said Fat Packs. We love it when people say Fat Packs. Uh, it's a little, uh, you know, it's, it's our thing. It's our hashtag. But it's uh it's fun to hear. 
Absolutely. It never, it, never gets tired. It never gets tiring. It's like the buffet. I love it. <laughs> I love it. It's a, it's a part of the hobby. It is a part of the hobby. Thank you very much for recognizing that. And thank you for making time coming on the show today. Um, all right. Before we get into the PC, tell us a little bit about who you are, uh, how long you've been collecting, and, uh, and where you started before you got into Andre Ellington. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so I'm 36, soon to be 37. I'll be celebrating a birthday next week. All right. Happy early I, birthday. Thank you. Thank you. I, uh, I live in the beautiful city of Chicago. So I hope to see you guys here for, for the big show coming up this summer. I hear that's going to happen. Yes. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited, too. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I started collecting um, as a seven-year-old. And luckily, when I was seven, the greatest set in Topps history was released, 1987 Topps. And I was drawn in ever since. That, that, that wood border really did something to me. 87 Topps. We hear that a lot, yeah, about that wood grain that wood, border. That wood grain yeah. border. It reminds me of a it reminds me of a minivan <laughs> with the wood grain. <laughs> yes. They just went around. That's how they made the cars. They went around and took all the wood off the side of the cars. Can all relate to a minivan, so that, that, you know. So '87 tops is really what started it, and you know, I, I collected through high school, and I, I stopped for a, a pretty pretty long period until, you know, roughly around 2013. Um, you know, my my wife gave me the wonderful news that that we were pregnant with our first child, and uh, you know, my parents were going to be first grandparents, so. They were so excited that they went up to the attic and they got out all my old toys and all my old baseball cards and they said, here, it's yours now. They just gave it back and, to you because they didn't want it. <laughs> yeah, you know, they're like, finally, you know, you're, you're having kids and they can finally give this to them and we can get it out of our house. So thank you for that. So, uh, you know, that thumbing through my cards and, and all my old toys started up kind of what I call a nostalgia collection. You know, I really just started slowly picking up things that that either got trashed when I was young or um, things that I just couldn't afford. You know, like uh, an 86 Don Russ-rated rookie Jose Canseco was like $100 back when I was collecting. You know, to, so to get one at around $4 was great and kind of fulfilled that 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 childhood feeling inside. So, uh, so 2013, I, you know, slowly started going to shows and, and just really started putting together back my, my cards and, and my toy collection. And, you know, to go from, from 1994 to 2013, I felt like a caveman coming back. You know, people, people started calling me die cut Dave because I was, I was just, I couldn't believe that die cuts were, I thought they were the coolest thing. I've never seen them before, you know, so naturally I had to have all of them. You had to have all the and die cuts. All the die cuts. <laughs> that's good stuff. So, so yeah, that's, that's kind of just my background in, in collecting, but it, you know, it mostly focuses on, on, on toys and, and cardboard. Toy, toys is a, um, it's a it's a it's a hobby topic that I want to approach, but I don't I'm not like real qualified to do it. But I want to <laughs> I want to talk to like cause there's there's like four or five different toy shops around here in the Dallas. There's probably more toy shops around here in Dallas Fort Worth than there are 
card shops. That's fair to say. I think that's very, that's fair, very to fair to say. And every month, at, there's a mall across the street from where uh, from the Beckett offices here. And every month, the first weekend of the month, there's this giant toy show that that oh. uh, happens. And I'm like, like, I've been over there once, but I was just so confused and out of place. I'm like, this is just not my element. I don't know if I should be in here at all. It's kind of like the bounce house that I was in. Uh, then, yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> then, uh, the, but then, like, they have the craziest thing, the toy stuff. So it's interesting that you bring that up. But we'll save that for another date. Let's get into uh, Andre Ellington. All right, you're from Chicago. You set the whole interview up by saying you're from Chicago. How in the world yeah. does a, a guy from Chicago get into a kid from Clemson who plays for the Cardinals? How, where does that start? They all start with C. Yeah, so, <laughs> you know, it, it's kind of the opposite of all my, you know, all my collections. I, you know, it's all Chicago. It's Bulls, you know, White Sox, Blackhawk. You know, I really don't, I don't really collect doubles or triples of anything. You know, I'm usually good with, you know, and I usually kind of stick with rookies. So the Andre Ellington was just kind of a, a bizarre thing even for me, but it all started, um, you know, I, I was doing blind trades with some people early on in Twitter where I would just kind of put together a box that I, of stuff that I thought they would like. And, and in return, they'll just send me stuff that, that they think out, you know, that, that they think I'd appreciate. So, you know, one of my buddies sent me a box and he must've had the Cardinals in a break a while prior, but, you know, he sent me, you know, there's probably, you know, four Andre Ellington autos and a patch. And I was like, Oh, you know, these, these, these look pretty cool. And, you know, they just kind of went in the box and I just kept on doing my thing. And uh, one day, a couple uh, people on Twitter and I were talking you know, we should all just kind of get into someone from, you know, the 2013 and, you know, just kind of slowly collect them. And, you know, one guy took A-Rob, another guy took Marquise Lee, you know, Matt Barkley was taken. And, you know, and I was like, well, you know, I, I, I kind of got all these, you know, I got a few Ellingtons, you know, the, the patches look pretty cool. No one else is collecting them right now that I know of. So it should be relatively easy. And, you know, I just, that's just kind of how it started. And, I'd get a few of his cards and, you know, it didn't really take off. And, you know, one day, you know, people on Twitter started to recognize that I collected him and it kind of became Twitter's collection where people would just kind of send me cards and, you know, Hey, I found these and I'd say, Hey, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll trade you back for him. And they said, no, you know, we just want to help contribute to your, to this super PC that you have going on. And, you know, it, I, I literally just want, I want every card, you know, it's just, I, you know, I want, if you want an Andre Ellington, you know, I, I want to have them all. I want the base. I want the autos, you know, if, if it's a subset out of 5,000, I want to, you know, try to complete that set. So it's just, you know, I, I, I now like the Cardinals because of it. Um, I still haven't seen him play, but, you know, it's just kind of a just collecting to collect. You know, it's kind of feeding into that OCD, ADD, where I need to have all of it. And I, I guess that's what kind of makes it fun because people will send me a pic, pic and say, hey, you know, I don't know if you have this. And, you know, regardless, I want it. So it makes it kind of easy. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's just it's a super collection in, in just that where, you know, I, I you know all the base. You know, I think I have, I have 
about 705 autos right now. Um, wow. That's a lot of autos. Yeah, and, uh, just a lot of base. You know, I, I, I don't discriminate against base. I'm on all the base. So it's just, uh, you know, it's just, it, it's fun. You know, it's, you know, I, I collected Chris Sale. Chris Sale got traded, and it kind of it hurt because I was a Sox fan, and Chris Sale's no longer on the team. With Andre Ellington, it's you know I really don't have that connection, so it's almost easier as a fan and as a collector um, just to kind of go at it that way. Okay, so let me ask you that: so, as a as a PC guy, as a as a super PC guy of Andre Ellington, yep. what happens if he gets gets traded? Traded away, or you know, gets cut during during OTAs or whatever. Which he actually know. just re-signed with the Cardinals. Yeah, I, I, so I, yeah, I saw good. that. But and, and and he's being moved over to wide receiver, which is interesting. Well, yeah, that's interesting uh, in and of itself. But what happens? I mean, do you give up on the PC, or do you just like like pick up the Bills cards now, or you know, wherever he goes? <laughs> you know, I I think I'd pick up wherever he went, just because it would lead to different patches and. You know, it's nice from 2013 to now, less, less cards of him are being made, so it's making it a little bit easier. But, um, you know, I'd still continue to, to go after it just because of, of, of what I started. So, all right, then that brings up a, a, a wider question, a bigger question that I think we can all three contribute to. Um, and we just heard your end on it, but look, how do how – do, um, how do how do people collect? Like so, say Marshawn Lynch. Now he he signed with the uh, the Raiders allegedly. I don't know. I was I was on some yeah. uh, heavy drugs when I when I read that. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I so do Seahawks guys now you know, who who collected Marshawn Lynch want the Raiders cards, or yeah. you know do they do they say bon voyage and and just move on? It's That's tough. It. It's yeah. a tough call, man. I mean, you see it. You see it out in the hobby where you know somebody gets traded and you offer somebody a bunch of cards to buy, and they're like, "Oh no, no, no! I want to wait till he gets into to that uniform or whatever." Sure, so sure. Uh, I know for yeah. me as a kid, I collected. I loved Art Monk. Yeah. I tried to get everything I could, and when he went to the Jets, I, that's my collection stopped. Your Art Monk collection <laughs> stopped. My Art Monk collection started to stop. So, but that was more. I mean, I'm a Redskins fan, so that was more personal. Okay. So as far as like yeah, doing something like an Andre I, I Ellington, Derek, yeah, I have a Derek Rose collection and a. Um, uh, Chris Sale collection. If, if if you guys are interested, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. I think that's our answer. I think that's our given answer. Uh, <laughs> we just move on from there. Okay, man. Uh, break down. You you said you had about seven hundred autos and you had base card. What is your total collection, Andre Ellington? Um, I think I have about twenty two hundred cards in total. Um, you know, I, I don't know how many. Uh, you know, what, what do they call loan cards or, you know, I don't know what percentage I actually have of his cards because, you know, I want them all, but, um, you know, I, I have a ball. I have a pretty cool glove of his. Uh, one of the coolest things that I have of his is um, in 2015, the NFL draft was in Chicago and my buddy, bad Brad from Twitter uh, was there and Ellington was there as well. And Brad went up to Ellington. He said, hey, it's my brother's birthday. Can you wish him a happy birthday? So I have Andre Ellington wishing me a happy birthday on my voicemail. 
That's very uh, cool. <laughs> which is which is pretty awesome. Yeah, that is pretty, pretty cool. Pretty awesome. <laughs> I think that's probably the best like PC piece I've heard of. Uh, I've I, I don't yeah. I don't know. Do you have you ever heard of anybody having a voicemail? Not from a PC? voicemail. No, that's pretty no. sweet. No, that's pretty cool. So that's probably one of the coolest things that I have. But um, yeah, I, you know, I have probably about fifty-five one of ones. I you know my. Like I, I showed you guys a picture of how I keep track of my card. It's pretty archaic, but it, it kind of shows, you know, I, I never expected my collection to really get this big to where it necessitated a, an Excel spreadsheet. So everything is kind of written on the top of one of the lids of the boxes. I, I was going to mention uh, to you, you might want to like invest in like Google Docs. It's free. You know, all you got to do is download them. <laughs> <laughs> well, just... see, but, but now I'm too far behind to actually sit down and do it all. Okay, I mean, now, that's now, fair. Now, now the collection is just too much for me to actually go through it all and, not, and to retabulate all of it. So, <laughs> the, You know, Beckett, uh, here's a selfless plug for us. Beckett offers, offers a great uh, product called Organize where you can just enter the enter the card into our organize and it keeps it it keeps track of it for you ah, so you don't have to I'm do gonna that. check that out later today <laughs> <laughs> we can uh, probably get you set up with a link or something for that it's pretty easy i'm, I'm in you're I'm in totally interested there we all go. right so um all right you got a lot of cards what about memorabilia i mean you got the glove and the football but do you see yourself delving into uh game used helmets or you know hopefully not from steiner and the uh and the whole Eli Manning thing—that's well, that's a whole different conversation we got to have. But uh, like you know, helmets and jerseys and and you know, what, whatever else. Do you, do you want to delve into that? Or are you just cool with the cards? Yeah, you know, I, I guess I've I, I guess I've just been kind of waiting for the right opportunity. You know, I, I think uh, you know, mini helmets kind of easy. I've been looking at a few. You know, I, I'd like a like a full size helmet would be awesome. A cleat. Um. You know, a jersey, you know, a, a, an autographed jersey would be cool. But, you know, I haven't really seen too many of them. And, uh, I, you know, I, did, I guess it's more along of just kind of waiting for the, the right moment. Uh, I've always liked car, cards because they're easier to store. Um, you know, my, my wife already considers me a hoarder. Oh. So, you know, it's, uh, you know, cards and toys, you know, 80s toys to a wife. Uh, you know, she's just not as into it as me. I don't understand why. Mine neither, but, man. Uh, Mine neither. <laughs> so, you know, a, a jersey would be cool. But, you know, I, I that's, that's on my bucket list for, for 2017 to, to find something, a, a bigger piece of memorabilia of, of that nature. Have you tried, uh, like, typically the each NFL team, I know that they do this in uh, Major League Baseball as well, but each NFL team has their own auction site that proceeds proceeds for the auction go to you know their charity of choice or whatever. But yep. typically, that's the best place to look to find something like that. Game used, authentic from the team um, is their auction site, and plus you're you know you're giving back to a good cause typically, unless it's yep. you know the Cardinals' own pockets. But <laughs> yeah, tax write off. Yeah, tax write off. There you go. Like uh, so, all right, you you. You possibly the jersey, possibly, uh, but you're sticking to the cards. So where do you want where do you want the uh, the Andre Ellington PC to go? Like, what's your goal with it? You said every card is. It, I mean, are you going to stick to that, or you have other plans? Yeah, you know, it, it's been going since 2014. You know, it, it's been going in waves. Um, 
you know, before I was kind of going for quantity. Now I'm, I'm more kind of looking for the, the, the lower numbered cards, the, you know, the, the, the more of the specialized cards, I've been kind of keeping my eye out for those. So I've, I've slowed down in, in quantity a little bit, but that could always change. It usually always does. So, um, you know, for 2017, I'd, I'd like to amass probably another 200 to 250 autos. Um, you know, a, a nice piece of memorabilia would be nice. But, you know, I I just just keep on going. You know, I have people on Twitter usually message me every so often, like, hey, I, I came across this. What do you think? And, uh, you know, so there's – I'm always looking. I'm always looking. So, you know, it's uh, – that's just what's next. It's just what, what more can I amass? You know, I always, I, I always thought it would be cool to, to hit a thousand autos of someone. I joke that I probably have more ink of Andre Ellington in my house than he has in his house. <laughs> um, That's possible. <laughs> so yeah, you know, it's just collecting to kill, you know, to, for the hobby and, and just to, for that personal satisfaction. Okay, I got one question for the Super Collector, and I meant to ask this last week of Tony. But as a Super Collector, mm-hmm. do you collect, obviously you collect Andre Ellington, do you just collect his cards where he's on there solo, or do you get the dual cards? Because I've seen a lot of different Ellingtons. He's got inserts with other people on them. So do you yeah, count those? with David Johnson and Larry Fitzgerald because that, you know, those guys usually tend to, you know, I'm looking at it as, you know, I need this card, and, you know, they're looking at it as, you know, more of a, high-end PC player, so it's, uh, yeah, David Johnson's been, has been making collecting tough for me on those. Actually, and so is DeAndre Hopkins in the 2013, because he has a lot of stuff with Dre. Oh, okay. But, uh, you know, I, I pick it up when I can. You know, if, if he's on there, I want it. You know, if there's a, if there's an, you know, like a Topps Arizona Cardinals team card where he's jumping up and high-fiving someone, um, I mean, heck, even like the Topps Huddle digital cards, like, you know, I, my collection just, you know, if he's a part of it, then, you know, if he's a part of the card or, or, or something, then he's a part of the collection. Okay. Digital. Right. That's a whole aspect that I hadn't really thought about about, about PC, super PCs. Yeah. You, uh, you got to go there, but, man. but you got to go there now, especially now, right? I mean, yeah, so. That's so, relevant. So, so what do you, I'm, I mean, I, I don't know if you've had this situation come up yet or not, but you said you brought up digital. What about instant? You know, Andre Ellington has an instant card, um, Panini Instant and it sells out what do you do then you just beg and plead i guess <laughs> yeah you know it's um i'd assume that i'd hopefully be able to come across it again you know there's um you know in collecting andre ellington and in collecting in general there's been cards that that i've initially lost at auction and that have come around again and you kind of get your second shot at it so you know, I've lost on a few and I've won back a few. So, you know, I, I, I figure that the collection isn't going anywhere. So, I, you know, it's the long-term thing. So hopefully I'll be able to run into it again, you know, hopefully in the near future. But, you know, hopefully at least in the future. I, I got you. I got you, man. All right, man, we're up against it. So we're going to have to get out of here. But um, before we do, share your Twitter handle and uh, where 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 our listeners can uh, find you so they can send you 
all their unwanted Andre Ellington cards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, it's my, my Twitter handle is DP Cards. And uh, yeah, come find me on there and let's chat about, you know, cards, toys, you know, anything nostalgic that uh, makes you feel warm and fuzzy inside. That's awesome. My goal, go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. My no, goal with this with this interview uh, on on this uh, on this radio show is to get Andre Ellington to retweet it. If we can do that, <laughs> I will call it a successful show. Sweet. You know, he uh, he he retweet he'd retweet me and and favorite me early on in my collecting career with him. It's been it's been a long time since. So if you can, that would be incredible. I'm, I'm gonna, you know what? I'm gonna do the, I'm gonna do the selfless, shameless thing. I'm just gonna ask him for a retweet. There you go. That's what I'm gonna do. There you go. <laughs> if we could do that, you'll get it too. I love it. That's I awesome. It. That's awesome. Hey man, uh, like I said, we're up against it. We gotta get out of here. But you guys go check him out at DP Cards. Help him out with that Andre Ellington PC. Uh, he's looking for a game used jersey. If you have, if you know, if you know of one, or can, uh, you know. Point him in the right direction. Help, help, help a collector out, man. Yeah, man. You pull any one of ones or one of fives or anything like that. Hit him up, man. Yeah, hit him up. Hit him up. up. That's a even two bucks. Even the base. Even don't discriminate. Yeah, it's all about that base. <laughs> it's all about that base. And on that Megan Trainer drop, we're gonna yep. get out of here. Thanks for joining us, man. And we'll we'll be. Eric and Paul, thank you, Fat Packs. I love you guys. Thank you very much. We'll be right back after this quick break. Hello, this is Curtis Fellaini from Birmingham Sports Cards. Welcome to Beckett Radio. Man, die cut Dave if you need him. Yeah, man. Inter- interesting, interesting collection. For sure, for sure. I mean, it's kind of funny how it got started. Yeah. You know, kind of like a, oh, just kicking on Twitter. Like, oh, you collect him. All right, I'll collect him. Why don't you do that? I'll do that. All right, well, I'll take Andre Ellington. That's weird. That's weird. Like, who... Who who picks the 2013 draft? I mean, clearly it was. Well, they didn't know that, then. Yeah, 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 they didn't know then but, that it was going to yeah. be so bad. Yeah, so bad. But, but hey, you yeah, know man. what? He's got some uh, some cool pieces that you know, like like I mentioned before, the voicemail. You know, who who gets a voicemail in their PC? Yeah, seven hundred and some autographs. Yeah, um, bunch of one on ones. I forget sure. the number. Fifty five, sixty something crazy. Like yeah, yeah, like that. So, you know, kudos to him. More power to him, and if you have any Andre Ellington cards, tweet at him, man. Let yeah. him know what you got. At so. DP Cards, uh, let, let him know what you got, and I'm sure that, like he said in his interview, he wants them all. So there you go. Help him out. Man. It's like Pokemon. Got to get them all. Help him out. Uh, here's the thing. Uh, we've we've had um, a baseball guy. We have. Okay. We've had a football guy. Let me guess. What's up? Hockey next. No, we got. Here's the thing. Uh, I was I was gonna save it, but it's kind of already out there. We're gonna do. The last of our Super Collector series in the Tor- uh, during the Toronto Expo. Oh, all right. And we have a hockey guy coming. All right? Sweet. So uh, uh, Dave Dave is going to sit down with us uh, from Toronto, and he's going to ma- maybe bring a little bit of his PC so we can p- put it out there Sweet. for you. So so we got the hockey guy, but we need a basketball guy. We, we need do. a basketball PC. Yeah, for sure. Or soccer or golf or something like that. I don't know. Here's the thing. I want to ask you this. I want your opinion, and uh, you guys weigh into out there in Twitterverse. Um Next week is the NFL draft. Yes. So would it behoove us to do a a a basketball guy clearly in the middle of an NFL draft show? I don't see why not. Well, we could do it, I guess. So why not? uh out there in the Twitterverse, if you know a basketball PC that you think we need to be uh all over, please let us know so we can get a get a hold of them. And you know what? Uh, you guys seem to like this series. So 
it, there's nothing that says it has to end in a month. You know, we can we keep we, doing it, man. Yeah, Especially we if we get it. cool people, cool collections, sure. cool things, unique stuff. You know, give me somebody that PCs garbage pill kids. Yeah. I'd go all about that. Listen man. to Paul. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think Paul's uh, Paul's applying to be on the show for yeah. PC super collectors garbage pill kids. I'm not quite a super collector, <laughs> but uh, yeah, well, you know, right. oh, okay. we'll see. All right, we'll, we'll do see. that. Let's let's do that. Funkos. Let's do I mean, something. But uh, <laughs> we need a basketball guy. So if you if you out there in Twitterverse know the uh, know a basketball PC guy, let us know. Super PC. Super super. So let us know, like like somebody weird, like Judd Bushler or. Whoa, <laughs> that is kind of weird. Luke, Luke Longley, or <laughs> <laughs> wow, all right, Chris Weber, but only in a in a magic uniform, you know, or not? Well, that would be impossible, I guess. That, um, yeah, that'd be tough. Only in a Warriors uniform, like Chris Weber has one magic card, and it's like of the draft night, and it says traded to the Warriors. Traded to the Warriors on it, yeah, something That's like that. Funny. All right, man, uh, let's jump into the Beckett Radio mailbag. Um, this was a good little segment last time we did it, so I thought, why not? Let's try it again and uh, have a few nice questions uh, okay. to get into. Um, where do I want to start with this? All right, let, let's just start here. Okay. What do you got? What do you got? Garrett Unruh. Uh, I hope I'm saying that right. Garrett, U-N-R-U-H, Unruh. Garrett Unruh, at Garrett Unruh. Uh, can we get more interviews from local card shop owners, and what are the chances of the fat packs being at the the national, uh, the, in the sports collector convention. Oh, the <laughs> in Chicago, okay. yeah, yeah, the national. Okay. So, uh, first off, can we get more card shop owners? I kind of answered this on Twitter last night. Uh, Garrett, do you have any LCS guys that you would want to hear? Because we do have the segment, you know, from the shop, which we will be happy to to bring back and do. Uh, he brought up uh, RBI RBI Crew Seven, which we've had on. Okay. And uh, that those are his guys. So, uh, but what are your thoughts on on having more LCS guys on? I love it, man. Yeah. I love it. I mean, it, that's that's where it all started. You know what I mean? Sure, sure. And that's that's the roots of the hobby. So, especially with National Trading Card Day coming up, a couple different things like that. Yeah, man. Let's um, let's reach out. We can try to get some new guys on here. Try to get some of the guys we already had on here. Yeah, that'd be fun. You know, see where they're at. See what's going on. So, yeah, I think we should definitely uh, definitely get to reach back out to a few of those guys and, and see what we can get on for them. For I th sure. I think it would be fun. Uh, I think. Always a good segment. It's not. I mean, we've had not to, you know, t tweet our own horn or anything, but but we've had, uh, you know, we've had Rob Varis on, like, is yeah. like, who who is a monster, you know, and we've had Mike Mike Fruitman in a good on. way, yeah, in a, in a good <laughs> way, Mike Fruitman on, you know, from and then we've had Lisa. We've literally covered from coast to coast. We have, and everything in between. Yeah, and there, you know, yeah, big shops, small shops, right. you know, in between shops, uh, unique shops. I mean. You know, and everyone's different. Every one of them's Everybody's different. Everybody's got their own little niche in, in in the world, and that's what that's what makes it great. And but here's the thing: I don't I don't mind at all doing it again. And no. uh, I, I want to do it again actually because those guys are the, the not 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 a shot at, at, at online retailers. Oh but, no, that's but, not a shot at anybody. I'm just saying that brick and mortar is you know I, you you love the brick and mortar, right? That's I mean, where it's that's where like I said that's where it started, man. Where it started at, you know. Okay. Uh, they didn't got that no internet when I was little. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, not sure. Love the name. Not sure. Doug Dougology at Dougology. When is Long Fly Ball on again? Well, like I said last night, and I was trying to keep it under wraps, but I didn't do a real good job of it. Uh, Dave will be with us uh, at the Toronto Sports Card Expo. Okay. Okay. And he will be co-hosting with me for uh, a show at least. 
It's cool. Are you going to get your passport situation figured out? Or I was. I am not going to Toronto. You're not going to go to Toronto. No. Okay. I was told that there was that Canada was only ready for one fat pack at a time. <sighs> I don't. There's a lot of meat there. <laughs> yeah, there is. There is. So. Uh, you are going to go to Toronto. You are okay. going to enjoy yourself. You are going to rock the radio show, and I will hold the fort down here. You're going to hold the fort down here. Yeah. The good thing about that is, um, see, we're we're gonna we're gonna have time to get a regular show in that week. Oh yeah. You know, yeah, so because yeah. we leave we leave for we leave for Toronto on Thursday morning, so we can put a show out early, like on Tuesday or Wednesday. Yep. And then we'll still have a couple of shows from the expo as well so uh that'll be fun it'll be good that'll be fun maybe maybe i can call in you want to call in maybe i can call in <laughs> you could call into the show that would t- be fun tell us what's happening back here in the office yeah <laughs> that'd be a short how, segment <laughs> how much how much brian is just hating life and uh the drummer boy is drumming and all that brian will be ecstatic because he won't be in toronto yeah he, that's true brian hates to fly he does and be in front of people all right uh don random guy random underscore guy 43 why is why is it that nascar seems to be one of the hard, hardest license okay let me ha- how did he read this all right why is nascar seem to be one of the hardest licensings and sells doesn't sell cards it has a big fan base but doesn't seem to compete the, <sighs> it's simple okay the teams are weird i mean you collect one person mm-hmm. so you're only getting like you know that one person from that one product and it's easier to buy that person after the product's open like you're not buying a product opening up and trying to get 10 or 12 or 15 20 guys from your team you know what i mean i mean they have racing teams but even though there's three or four guys on a team you're not necessarily fans of the other three or four guys you're fans of one in particular driver you like that driver and you like not. that driver and that's it And it's easier for a racing collector to pick said driver up individually sure rather than going out and spending 100 200 for you know whatever the box price is on some of this stuff because they're not, they might not even get that driver. So, but you're not going to like, you know, you're not trying to get the Packers where you might get, well, I want to get Aaron Rodgers, but you're going to get, you know, eight other guys just in case you don't get Aaron Rodgers if you're a Green Bay guy. You know, sure. there's really no, no fallback. So I think that's, that contributes to some of the problem. I, I can see where that is. I think another big problem with uh, NASCAR is the way that the license was handled with press pass and the way it just ab- abruptly ended. Like, you come in on a Monday, and then Tuesday, you, we're closing our doors. Right, right, you know? right. I think that hurt a lot, and then it was it was gone from the market. Just like just like uh, the strike in baseball you know, in the 90s when baseball went on strike, or, or hockey recently. They've had two two strikes recently. Their NASCAR is now trying to uh, rebuild that fan base. And not that, not that NASCAR on a whole went on a strike, but NASCAR, the card products, are, tr- are trying to rebuild that fan base. Anyways, I think Panini's doing a good job with the license. I like uh, some of the aspects of the cards that are that are coming out. I like they started out slow. Yeah, you know they did four products last year. Sure, I think they might be doing five this year. They didn't come out and say, "Hey, we're going to do twenty products." Just flood the market, like right? That. Yeah. Um, I think Press Pass did a really good job of the license, uh, in you know, earlier in, in the middle of the years, and then when you know trouble the troubled waters started, they just didn't know how to navigate them, and um. They just really lost control of their ship, not to be all punerific, but... Yeah, she said ship. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, man, I, I, 
you know, Don, that's a good question. I, re- I really like your question. I, I like NASCAR. You know, I, I like I like the cards. It was like I would buy, when I wanted to buy something different. I'd always I would always go to NASCAR, you know, Okay. because it was something that, you know, I could get a I could get another plain white jersey swatch, you know. Right. That's but, true. But you couldn't get a hood. Piece yeah. Of a hood or a exactly. gasket or exactly whatever. And let's be honest. You just like left turns. <laughs> I love left turns, man. I love left turns like Rich Klein does. Yeah. Um, so that's um, that's my that's my thought on that. I, that's our thoughts on that, Don. I hope that helps. Um, to be honest with you, in all honesty, and to probably answer your question a little bit better, is I don't know. I don't know why it's like that, but it has to do with drivers. And NASCAR collectors are a fierce bunch of of, of guys. They uh, they like their 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 driver. They, they like do. their driver, and they don't want the the ten other drivers. You know, no. fifteen other drivers, thirty other drivers. No, they're almost offended. Yeah, they almost know? are. So that I I promise you this, we get more questions about NASCAR uh, in our in our inboxes about price guys and stuff like that than any other sport. We do. Why is it not? Why is this? Why is this? Why is this? And right. I'm just, I'm sorry. Uh, buy buy the product and and you know put put it out there on the secondary market and I can help you. But there you go. Um, if you don't buy it and you just wait for the secondary market, there's not going to be a lot of information out there for you. This is true. Okay. Um, Mike Bettle, uh, Wicked Mike eighty seven. What is your outlook on base cards? Common versus base. Should the term common be retired? Okay. This one I'm going to take first because uh, we here at Beckett. I'm going to give you a little insight. We have, if you don't, like if you've been thumbing through the Beckett uh, price guy, the, the old school book guys, I know you still love it. And you see the little gray section in the back of the, of the price guy. It says, you know, semi-stars uh, and oh, unlisted stars, stars. Unlisted stars. So there's a whole section there called common that you don't really see all that much. So we use the term common a lot, like, because that's, a 15% of us, right? Right. So we use the term common a lot. I, I, there's no real difference to me really between the word, between common and base. If, if it's common, it's, uh, it's just the base card to me. It's when I see it, I look at it between, you know, common semi star and unlisted star. Gotcha. So, you know, tw- 15, 20, and 25 percenters. That's how I see it. What do you think? I kind of agree with that because if you think about it, if you're talking about a base card, Chris Bryant's a base card. Sure. You know, Mike Trout's a base card. Sure. You know, Zeke's going to have base cards this year. And that doesn't mean that they're common prices. You know, those guys are obviously going to be a couple bucks, whatever sure. product it is. So, yeah, I think I think you got to kind of got to stick with the word common. Yeah. You know, to kind of to kind of, uh, you know, add some, some differentiate between the two, yeah. um, especially with these rainbows and stuff. I mean, everybody talks about I got to get the base. Well, you know, Chris Bryant's still a couple bucks. It's not, sure. not 15 or 20 cents. Sure. So it's kind of my take on it. That's what I think too. Um, it's, I guess that's that's maybe a little jaded or a little uh, skewed because we we do use the term here in the office a lot. So uh, hope that helps you out there, Mike. We uh, do, but if you even think about it in the breaker community, we don't ship base. Yeah, they we don't, don't ship, ship base. base. We don't yeah. ship base, which means they're not shipping, you know, Troy Tulowinski, and they're not shipping Chris Bryant. They're not right. shipping Mike Trout. Sure. Or Adam Jones. You sure. know, they're not shipping any of them. They just kind of lump them together. All your rusty cunts. They're not doing right. any no, of those. No, they're not stuff. lumping. They're not. They're not <laughs> shipping any of those guys. They lump them together. To where here we actually differentiate them. Sure. So. Sure. All right. Next question. Uh, do you miss the choices from different card companies, i.e., Tops, Upper Deck, Panini? Uh, 
I'm my Brian. I'm assuming you mean uh, uh, brand exclusive licenses. Um, do I miss them? To in all honesty, no, I don't. Um, <laughs> I I miss aspects of them. Like I miss like I was just talking about a few weeks ago. Exquisite, you know. I I want I missed exquisite basketball. I liked it, but right. I um I think Panini does a good job with the li- I, I the, with the license just. I think the license exclus- exclusivity, is that a word? Sure. Sure. We'll make it a word today. Um, I think it helps values on the card because um, well, it, it's clear. And you pointed this out to me uh, to to your own credit. Look at a Topps baseball card versus a Panini baseball card of the same same player, same you know type of card. The one with the logo is going to go with more, go for more right. on the secondary market than uh, – than the one without. I don't miss it though. I, I I like. I guess I'm coming at this from a hockey point of view. Upper Deck has the hockey license, and I like that. That if you want a rookie of said card, you get you got to go there. But I know that there's there's the debate about like Leafs products. Why can't those be rookie cards? You know. Yeah, that's that's a huge debate. Sure. I mean, you know, and obviously there's some validity to that debate. I just wish that somehow in a perfect world. You know, since I'm I do football, that Tops and Panini and Upper Deck could all have a football license because they've all put out great products before, and I think we're doing um, the fans and, and the customer base a disservice by not being able to provide a well spectrum of different things. And I also think that competition is good for the hobby. You know, it keeps it keeps the card companies on their toes. It keeps them innovative. It keeps them. Um, you know, changing and trying to come up with new stuff. And it also keeps the price points down, I think, you know, because they're all trying to, to sell their product, you know. And when you have the exclusive, you know, they can, I mean, if Upper Deck wants to go out and say, hey, every box is going to be $300, well, sure. what are you going to do about it? That's that. There is that aspect that um, I completely overlooked. So, <laughs> No, I'm just saying, like, no, that's you're just, right. you know, the, right. the, the breeds competition. Now, um, you know, will we ever see that again? I don't know if we'll see too many split licenses i think they'll probably just stay the way they are yeah um but you know the car companies are doing what they can to to survive and and with what license they have or don't have you know they're still putting out decent products i just think it would be better if they were all putting out the same product the same product the same licensing product yeah where where your your thoughts make a lot of sense is tops losing the football license and it being exclusive to panini now Panini has has to put out what is it thirty two or thirty six products a year? A lot of products. You know, yeah. that's a lot. And you you get mad and say, "Oh, Panini's flooding the market." Not not really. Panini's are doing doing what their agreement says that they're going to do with the NFL. Right. Um. So whereas Panini would put out, say, just split it down the middle, so fifteen fifteen to Panini and fifteen to Tops. Right. You know, there is some um, validity to your argument there because. because yeah, I'd rather have Bowman Chrome, Bowman, Bowman Chrome, Tops, Tops Chrome, and then also have Prism. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. let each company put out their 15 best products. Right, right. You not, know, and not necessarily the most expensive products, but their best products. Sure. And then let them kind of be the market, you know, let that be what's out there to buy. Um, you know, rather than, you know, Panini or Tops having to stretch for these products and you get, you know, we're picking on aficionado, and I'm sorry, Panini, but, you know, that just seemed to be like one that just didn't win. Sure. You know, but. It's because you have to, because you're given this number you have to put out. So kudos to you. You have to keep trying and trying and trying to mm-hmm. make up stuff. But they're not all going to be winners. To where I think if you only had to do fifteen or twenty, another company did fifteen or twenty, another company did fifteen or twenty, 
we'd have a lot better products out there. I I I, I see your argument. I I like it. I mean, it makes a lot of sense. With um, oh, what was the one I just had in my mind? Oh, and then you have like almost copycat products with like, yeah origins and inception. You know, it just. Because that's what people like. People yeah. like that, you know, that, that Tops product. So Panini's, obviously, they're not dumb. They're going to be like, well, the people bought that product. Sure. So let's, you know, let's let's right. mirror that or whatever. And vice versa. The other, you know, Tops is doing the same thing with, with some of the Panini products. So it's just a bummer. It's just one of those, like, I just want to start saying, can't we all just get along? Yeah, you can know, we, like, can't we all just, to, you know, share the wealth? To piggyback off this question, um, I, th- I, where exclusive license agreements with uh, companies. I, I, I can see your argument both ways. I think exclusive player agreements absolutely sucks. And I do not like that at all. It's tough. It, it's, it's tough. tough. I mean, it, you know, what do you, what do you do now? You know, I mean, I, Panini has their guys, upper deck has their guys, leaf has their guys, tops has their guys. And it just sucks for the fan. Yeah, it really know? does. Because now you're going to be pigeonholed into buying a certain product, and you know, and I'm not. If Tops wanted to, they own Chris Bryant now, so they can make every product that has a Chris Bryant auto be five hundred dollars a product. Yeah, they really could. And that that Joe Smo fan or that little eight year old kid is never even going to have a chance to buy a pack. Sure. To try to get a Chris Bryant autograph in it, and that's where I think that it could be wrong. You know, same with Panini with Kobe. You know, it's the only way you can get a Kobe. Sure. And. What if they decide not to? St- what if they decide not to put them out? I mean, you know what I mean. There's so many things that could go wrong with that. Right. Um, it's just sad. The, a perfect, a perfect uh, storm of, of a situation was created this year with Ben Simmons. With he signs with Upper Deck, right? Yeah. And, exactly. And then Panini's like, "Well, we're not gonna make not make Ben Simmons cards." So they did it and they put them out. And but the market reacted to that, and you can't touch a Ben Simmons from prison. You know, no, any of his, any of his any color of, cards, yeah. number cards, stuff like that. I mean, they're all just boom. Yeah. yeah. And what's sad is, what does he have? One art autograph card from Upper Deck? Yeah, I think, in, or in like, something like that. Like Goodwin Champions or something. Yeah, he has one card. I mean, yes, that, granted, just take away the fact that he was injured and he didn't play this season. But sure. in a normal situation, he would have played and he probably would have been a rookie of the year contention and blah, blah, blah. And here you go. You have this phenomenal athlete who's not going to have anything on the market, really, autograph wise or mem wise. Yeah. To, to be able to, to collect, and yeah, yeah. that, that kind of stinks. It know? does stink. All right, let's move on because we got to uh, power through some of these here. All right, power. Uh, Kevin Kevin St. J., uh, I want that card. What's up, Kevin? Welcome to Twitter. Thanks for coming on, guys, uh, or buddy. Uh, Kevin is the guy that I saw out in Anaheim when I was there for the coin show. Oh, sat okay. down yeah, Kevin, that's Kevin. Okay. Just got on Twitter. Broke his Twitter uh, bubble. All right. So, which nice. superheroes slash villains are in the top ten hot list in trading cards? Kevin, you're asking a guy, uh, two guys who don't care. Um, we don't, <laughs> we don't know. No, I mean, you're talking about villains. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess it just depends on how you feel about Tom Brady. Yeah, you either love <laughs> or hate that guy. And I, you know, there's a couple cards in the hot list right now, as as they should be. Sure. And um, love him or hate him, you know. Yeah. Um, people are loving him yesterday for not going. To the White House, people yeah. are hating him yesterday for not going to the White House. I mean, yeah, he's kind of the guy, man. I, I mean, look, listen, what's his name, Kevin? Yeah. Listen, Kevin, I'm a Redskin fan living in Dallas doing the football hot list, and I have to put Dak and Zeke on every time. You know what I mean? Right. So, to me, they're villains, so <laughs> it's a tough call for me every week. So. All right, I think we've got one or two more here. All right. We're going to look at it. Uh yeah, we do have two more. All right, one uh, more. Uh, we'll we'll go this way. Uh, 
hobby question here. Okay. How does Beckett Media come up with the pricing on cards slash sets for the price guides unless it is a trade secret? Marlon, I know that you want to know this, so let me tell you from uh, my perspective. What we do is we go, when a product comes out, we take the checklist and we go in the back and we hang it up and then we throw darts at it and uh, uh, the, each dart has a color associated with a price and when we whatever whatever that card hits the color of the dart, so we, we take a blue dart and we throw it and right. then that's that's the color associated with the price. Right. And now what's helped us, Marlon, <laughs> to be honest with, with you, to follow up with Eric is randomizer yeah. has really helped <laughs> us a lot. Because you take the checklist and you randomize a bunch of prices and you just hit a couple of buttons. We usually run it I like to run it seven times. Seven, you're a seven yeah, time. Yeah, I'm a guy. seven time yeah. kind of guy. So I run it seven times and then where it ends, you know, then I just a little cut and paste. Yeah, cut and paste. So yeah. it's pretty simple. That's that's how we do it. That's yeah. <laughs> there you go. All right, moving on. Next question. Uh, all right. So to honestly answer that question, <laughs> uh, it's <laughs> we. There are several, like several different factors that come into play. All right. So not to just give everything away, but there's all right. So price point of the product comes into play. Um, so we do check the secondary markets. Yes, that includes eBay. That also includes the Beckett Marketplace. That that includes auction houses on on bigger cards. Right. Uh, we we take all that information with like we're gathering information on hundreds of thousands of cards a month. Correct. So um, we take all of that, and then we go throw darts at it, and then we put it into our system <laughs> and divide by two. <laughs> and divide by two. Uh, it th- man, it's a it's a not to say that it's a complicated process, but there's. There's work that goes into it that you guys don't see on your end that we only see on our end that is it's it can be tough. It can be, you know, because we use all kinds of things, you know, Facebook, Amazon. Like there's so many different variables that we look for different things for, for harder cards to find. And, you know, and it always comes down to one guy finds one eBay auction that ended at three o'clock in the morning in Taiwan and they want to yell at us about the price of a card. So that's sure. usually what it comes down to. Sure. So even though we have all this other information that says otherwise. So yeah, exactly. It's usually what it Your Austin Matthews to. is not 99 cents. I'm no, sorry. Like, it's not. Like, I just priced that that Opeachy Glossy Rookies, right? And I showed you that, man. The, oh, yeah. The yeah, Matthews, yeah, yeah. The, white, the white Matthews was like 99 cents to $32. How, how I mean, you just got to take a. That's where you throw two darts. Yeah, you throw two darts at those. Two darts. All right, last question again from Marlon, you smart son of a gun. Uh what really happened on those stairs seven foot up in the air in the bounce house? Wow. Oh, Marlon, you got jokes, don't you, buddy? Yeah. Uh, in our next segment. Yeah. So what happened last week when we, when we went off the air, we were talking about dad purgatory and birthday parties. And uh, I found myself at a birthday party this last weekend. That you did. Uh, having fun with my son. I wanted to be the cool dad. So we, it's at a, at a bounce house facility called Jump for Fun. Uh, there was nothing fun about this. I was going to say. <laughs> there was nothing fun. <laughs> that was called free fall. Yeah, that's what it was. All right. So um, Eli takes off running through. That's my that's my, that's my my oldest son uh, who loves Forrest Gump, by the way. Uh, recently really loves Forrest Gump. All right. So Eli takes off running through uh, the, the obstacle course bounce house. Where we're at, there's 15 bounce houses in this facility. Oh, my. Uh, he takes off running through the obstacle course bounce house. I hop in after him. Uh, hop is the operative word there because I wasn't well, it's, jumping. It's like Easter, so it's <laughs> yeah. like hopping. You're yeah, just, exactly. Yeah, I got you. you got the bunny. So uh, jumped in, hopped in, and immediately knew 
that I, that, like, I was like, I have no business being in here at all. I, I'm not a, I'm not a, uh, a fragile person at all. You know, I'm, right. I'm, I'm pretty tough. I, I like to think I'm pretty tough, but I got in there and I was like, yeah, this, this is not for me. I shouldn't be in here. Now the logical person, the logical mind would have said, Hey, you're at the beginning of the, the obstacle course. Just turn around and leave. Right. Uh, my pride kicked in. And I was like, I gotta, I gotta get through this thing, right? Because your son's looking at you like, "Come on, yeah, dude. exactly, come on, dad, we can do this." And I'm like, and I like, I can see the other dads in the distance, standing over in dad purgatory, just having they're yeah. like, "We gotta call nine one one because this is gonna end badly." Oh, so he takes off running through the obstacle course. So I'm like, "Oh crap!" And I take off and I'm, I'm running and I, look here, I got through the, like the first six obstacles, right? All right, all right, that's legit. I was winded. Okay. I was hurting. I was like, like my knees had not done those kind of things in a long time. Right. And uh, we get to the last, uh, the last place. Now, I have a choice. I can go straight and just go out of the, uh, of the obstacle course bounce house. Okay. And pride completely, fully intact because I've made it through the first six obstacles. Right. Obstacles, right? And all the guys have to stand up at this point. And they're yeah. clapping and cheering. Yeah, and you're and doing Rocky's good. playing in yeah, the background. Exactly. Yeah, the theme yeah. music. Yeah, I got you. That is a viable choice that I could do, or I can go left and go up the seven foot ladder and down the slide and out the obstacle course. I weighed my options and I weighed incorrectly. I went to the left. Here's the thing. I want you to know this. Okay. I made it to the top of the ladder. I pulled this frame (laughs) up a rope ladder. Wow. To the top. And then I got to the top of the ladder. I threw my right leg over and went, oh, this is going to end badly. And I fell. That's what happened. I, oh. I got to the top of the ladder. I, my, my, my center of gravity was, was uh, off, off put because of my, my, my right leg going over. And uh, I slipped off the, the, uh, the little rung there uh-huh. and fell all the way back. Wow. All the way back down, landed on my left ankle, twisted it up, sprained it pretty good. Um, I say this in all seriousness. It was but for the grace of God that there was no children under me. Um, that was the first thing I did. I checked for kids. Under, <laughs> under, uh, like, I'm like, did I, kids. <laughs> did I land on any kids? Is, is, there, is there a child beneath me? Uh, under my my hindquarters, or or any like under my left leg or anything, no kids. So okay, it was that's good. It was I'm gonna you know what it was Easter weekend. I'm gonna consider it a small miracle that go. that no children were under me at all. And then the pain set in. Uh. I oh god, I hobbled my way. Like there was still adrenaline rolling through me. Right, right, I hobbled right. my way from the I, I crawl I. So I exited back out through the straight part. The way you should have <laughs> <Yeah>. gone. <laughs> the way I should have gone. And I hobbled my way back to uh, Dad Purgatory. And I was sitting there. And so the walk from the bounce house to Dad Purgatory was, uh, was okay. Okay. Like it hurt, but it was okay. But the problem was I stopped moving. That if was I, it. Yeah. If, if I would have kept walking around, I probably could have walked it off. Right. But I stopped moving. I sat down. And then my ankle swelled to the size of a, a small melon. And then I got to take a nice little trip to the ER. Nice. That, Marlon, is what happened at the top of that ladder. I have a sports injury, or a, a, a dad sports injury, if you want to call it, uh, just like Money Loan, Jeff, Jeff Sloan. 
uh, has his uh, his sports injury. Paul, it is your turn now. Oh, hush <laughs> you, now. Whatever, hush, whatever sports injury hush, you want to get into, hush. you can do that. All right, guys, that's we're going to close up the Beckett, uh, Beckett Radio mailbag there, and we're going to uh, take a quick break, come back with Beckett whatevs. We have some crow to eat, uh, it appears, because um, the Celtics are not doing well, and my pick for the Caps, are they got my heart racing, man. Hey, at least it's 2-2. At least it's 2-2. You're a Caps guy, too. It's so tied up, man. Yeah. All right. It's tied up. Let's take a quick break. Let's get into and come back with Beckett Whatevs. You guys hang tight. This is RBI Crew 7 from St. Louis, Missouri, and you're listening to Fat Packs on Beckett Radio. All right. We're back from that quick break. Uh, very quick because we didn't go anywhere. We just kind of sat here and hit pause and then did that all that. Like and I laughed at you a little bit more about your ankle. Yeah, you laughed at me a little <laughs> bit more about my ankle. Let's laugh about the uh, the the Boston Celtics, man. Jeez, jeez, Louise. Yeah, man. I didn't know. I didn't know the Bulls were that good. Like, is damn. are they good or is it one of those situations where the Celtics are just playing bad? I I don't I don't know. Um, I I will I do know this. Playoff Rondo is in full effect right For sure. now. You know, um, living here in Dallas, Fort Worth, we all remember the uh, the Rondo, <laughs> the Rondo uh, project that happened project. <laughs> a couple of season, couple of seasons ago. Um, he w- there was a massive trade made for Rondo to bring to bring him here to Dallas, and he literally walked right off the court, yeah, out of the playoffs because he couldn't. Him and Rick Carlisle couldn't get on the same page, and. Um, that that just didn't help. But now watching him in Chicago, and he's been benched in Chicago too, but he gets up for the playoffs for whatever reason. He just he turns it on, man. And yep. he did something the other night that had not been done in a Chicago uniform in like fifteen or twenty years when my, uh, Michael Jordan did it last. Fifteen assists in the playoff game and uh, five steals. Wow. Okay. No, a bull hasn't done that since since Michael. Wow. So uh, he 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 was like a rebound short of the of the triple double, but he had like eleven nine and fifteen. And um, playoff Rondo is in full effect. And if you were watching that game, he was like the Celtics were coming down the coming down the court with their heads hung, and he's yelling. They've given up. They've given up. You wow. know, they, he's talking mad trash. I didn't, I didn't see that. Yeah, part. That's and pretty like, crazy. It, it's true. They gave up. And Rondo, who played for Brad Stevens in Boston, uh-huh. uh, you know, like half a season or something like that. All he does is watch film, and he he knows what he's talking about, and he he is making the Celtics pay right now. Uh, playoff Rondo in full effect. So. Uh, I I believe I'm gonna have to change my pick coming out of the <laughs> coming out of the East uh, because I, I don't I don't think it looks good right now. Um, oh, other in other playoff news uh, and, and go in the, Wizards. In the NBA man, Wizards are looking good. They're they're two and zero, right? Two and zero, baby. Um, John Wall is amazing, man. He is. I love that guy. He's he's freaking sweet. He is. Um, just he 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 made. He turned defense. He's been turning defense into offense all season long. But all season, it's been it's been even more so here in the playoffs. Um, you would think that uh, Uncle Brian would might want to 
up up his cards a little bit. <laughs> the problem with the problem with John Wall is I think it's the the fan base. He's yeah. one of those guys that fall in that Matt Ryan category where sure. great player, always there, always competing, always at the top of their game. The cards just never go up, and I think that's part of John's problem. Well, he's good. He's good. <laughs> Absolutely, I agree. Not, he's good. Uh, yeah. yeah, I want I want to officially change my my pick for the East. <laughs> I I would love to see honestly coming down to the uh, Eastern Conference Finals. I I really now think it's going to be uh, the Wizards and the Cavs. So um, sweet. That's only two games into the first round. I can. It's still too early to be right. So, <laughs> <laughs> and you're only going to be right when yeah, it's over. When it's over. So that's what I. Uh, that's what I hope. See, um, obviously. Uh, you're, you being a Washington guy, I, I think you're going to be pulling for the for the Wizards oh, as well. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Def- definitely. You know, I I try not to go out there and pick them because, you know, that sure. hometown pick, look what happened to me with the Capitals. They're sure. a little shaky right now. Um, you know, jumping into hockey, you know, they're 2-2. Yeah. Two and two. Uh, They won last night with a 5-4, I think. Ovi finally scored. And, they, uh, they were up 4-1, though, man. Yeah. And, and they tried very, very hard to lose that game. It's Dude, I've... I picked the Capitals to win the whole thing. I honestly will admit, you know, I haven't watched a whole lot of Capitals hockey this season because they're not in our market, so we, you know, we don't typically get their games. Right. But, uh, you know, I, I, I watch highlights and stuff like that. They're great during the regular season. But this, this playoff Fantastic. this playoff hockey that they, they get into will make you have a heart attack. <laughs> it's like playing playoff softball. Yeah. Like they really just, their whole mentality just changes. Yeah. They just, they're just expect. I think they just expect to sit back and score. And the thing, the thing is, is they're letting that that young Toronto team, who is probably a year, if not two years, ahead of where they should be, for sure, uh, think that they can win. And that's a dangerous thing. That's very dangerous because they're talented. <laughs> yeah, very talented. So <laughs> that's a very dangerous thing. No offense to Toronto. Hopefully, the Caps will survive this and move on, and and maybe the next series will be a little bit better for them. So. We shall see. If I, not, when you get to Toronto, man, it's going to be mayhem going on if Toronto's still in the playoffs. Yeah, it's going to be mayhem up there. Uh, if, well, it's going to be mayhem anyways, but if Toronto's still in it, it's going to be really, uh, really, really, really crazy. I, last time I was there, I took my picture with Matt Martin. So uh, maybe if he's there again, I get to say hello. Well, that's cool. Matty Martz, married to Boomer Esiason's daughter. All right. I think so, yeah. Okay. Either way. She's pretty nice looking. Okay. Yeah, well, I, don't, I don't know what she looks like, but all right. I'll, I'll have to Google that one. Um, all right. Uh, what else we want to talk about? Uh, well, I think there's the obvious thing that we have to at least mention, and that is the uh, death of Aaron Hernandez. We jokingly talked about this a couple of weeks ago. Not like. Yeah, not not jokingly, but yeah, because he was relevant. You know, yeah. they had talked about him getting off on, on a few charges or whatever. That, sure. I, don't, I don't know all the details of that situation, but, you know, it had some relevancy, and, and it seemed like. This just doesn't seem like the next play. Yeah, the way things were going. It seems it seems weird. No, he was serving a life sentence, but it's man. I don't. I don't. I want to. I want to. There's no easy way to transition from 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 the conversation that we were just having to this. No, and not a gracefully way to do it either. But we'll try. Um, man, twenty seven years old, and you know everybody wants to down. Uh, you know what a waste of talent he was and everything. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. and I know that that's there. I'm not denying that or anything else, but the, the fact of the matter is, is that a human life was lost. Right. You know, that's really what's more important. And I say what you say, say what you will say about him. You know, 
what he did was deplorable. But at the same time, he he killed himself. Right. Know? So clearly there was some kind of yeah. guilt and shame and remorse and you something. Would, I you mean, would just, hope so, right? Or maybe just some psych problem. You yeah. know, maybe there was just something else going on there. So um, the real loser in all this is his daughter. Yeah. You know, that's kind of the the real loser. You know, I heard some people talking yesterday about, well, you know, now she doesn't have a dad. Well, and then the other people, well, she just had a dad through some bars. So, you know, it's kind of a toss up on which sure. one would have been better. So it's a tough one. Um, you know, but she's she's really the loser in this whole situation. She really is. Um, just sad, sad situation. Our thoughts, uh, thoughts and prayers go out to the Hernandez family, the Odin family. Um, just, you know, even Patriots fans who are still kind of struggling with it. It's uh well, it fell on such a on a weird day. Yeah, with them being with the Patriots being in the spotlight, being at the White House and, and whatnot. So, uh, for their Super Bowl. Uh, yeah, six stuff, the six so. players that that were still affiliated with with Aaron Hernandez didn't even go to the White House. So, you know, there was that, and I don't think that they, the Patriots have done all they could to separate themselves from that conversation. They had that one big press conference back in 2013, right, where they answered all the questions and did everything. But they've all but tried to erase that part of their history, you know? Yeah. So, I, like, even, like, Robert Kraft wasn't made available yesterday after the the, the White House thing. And, you know, of course the hoodie wasn't going to be. And Tom Brady stayed in Boston. And <laughs> right. So. Uh, the only but, one there yesterday making jokes was uh, Gronkowski. Yeah, Gronk. <laughs> Gronk ended up, interrupted Son Spicer and helped him with his press conference. Thank God. That man needs a lot of help with his press conferences. He so, frazzled that guy, man. He yeah. came out. He had no idea what to do. Like, my teleprompter's off. I don't yeah. know what to do now. <laughs> I've been interrupted. That's crazy. That's absolutely crazy. Uh, another thing, another big news story, I think it was, and it's big in a, on a whole different level. Um, Serena Williams is pregnant. Whoa. Did you see that? I, no. Oh. Okay. No, so I that, that was announced yesterday as well. Here's the thing. All. Here's the thing, though. Okay. She just won the Australian Open. Yeah. While pregnant. <laughs> Man, that's uh That's impressive. I don't I like I don't even pretend to know the, the you know what's what's going on in a woman's body when while they're pregnant. I don't my wife uh, God love her, uh, God knows I love her. She was pregnant for 2 years straight almost, right? Right. So, and I asked her the other night, not knowing this, not knowing about the Serena Williams thing. Um. Hey, you know how how does your body feel now that you, you haven't been pregnant for a while? And I wasn't being funny or anything. I really wanted to know because yeah. you know there's a lot of changes that go on. Right. There. But to hear that Serena Serena Williams won the Australian Open and a major event while pregnant, <laughs> I'm just like, okay, I, like she's she's like the the most impressive female specimen in history, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's uh. That's quite impressive. That is very, very impressive. So, uh, congratulations to uh, Serena Williams on the on the pregnancy. Hope everything turns out there, and I'm sure that that child will come out and excel in whatever yeah. whatever they want to do. Because if you are that talented, ma'am, that child is is if like, it gets an eighth of your talent, yeah, just an it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. Uh, all right. What else? Did you, now? I want to I want to ask you. Did you go see uh, Fate of the Furious? No, no, no. It didn't work out. Just. Yeah, you know, busy weekend. Busy weekend. You know, busy weekend. My wife. I know my wife doesn't really want to go, uh, so I was trying to sneak out of the house. Yeah, 
that whole tribe of kids and you know that kind of thing it yeah. makes it a little tough sometimes it does make it make but, it tough uh, sometimes i'll probably hit like a 10 o'clock movie one night probably, yeah probably roll solo because you're a night owl i am a night owl like everybody goes to sleep and you're like hey i'm gonna go see all the movies at the theater right now <laughs> yeah there's nobody there man sure and you know and uh it's easy to get your your refill on your popcorn yeah you know do they still have popcorn at that hour yeah, man. I got to go to the movies then. <laughs> you do, man. You get your, get your large popcorn. Yeah. You eat it while the previews. You run out real quick, do the bathroom thing, fill up on another popcorn. There's no line. Oh, okay. And you eat your popcorn through the movie. Here's the thing. I would never see that movie, though. Like, it's just not. Not your deal? It's not my deal at all. Gotcha. I wouldn't I wouldn't see that. But, uh, dude, I have been watching so much TV lately. You'd have be, you? You'd be proud of me. What have you been watching? All right. I watched I watched a whole movie by myself the other night. What was it? Lon- London Has Fallen. Sounds boring. Okay. No, it was not boring <laughs> at all. It was the same one as uh, they had one in the United States where the White House fell. Okay. I forget what it's called or whatever. But right. anyway, it's got Morgan Freeman in it, and it was a very, very good movie. Can I, I tell you my – I have this recurring nightmare. Yeah. To interrupt you, I'm sorry. That's okay. I have a recurring nightmare where Morgan Freeman narrates my life. Really? Yeah. But every time he opens his mouth to speak, it's Gilbert Garfried. Oh, that's different. <laughs> well, <laughs> that is different. <laughs> you need to work on your dreams. I know, huh? So you uh, watched a lot of TV. You watching watch- that? I've okay. been watching. I finished up watching my Twenty Four. All right. I caught up with my um, my um, Lethal Weapon. Finished that. The, the season finale was that came. Just, okay. Was up like is that a good series? Ago. Yeah, man, I like it a lot. Yeah. So much better than the movies. Oh, hold on, now. that's blasphemy. No, 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 it's not really. You gotta check it out. It's good stuff. No, I don't know about that. Man. So I've been watching that. And um, designated survivor, really into oh, that right key, now. Oh, you're a Kiefer Sutherland guy. I am. Okay, I am. I am. So I've been watching that. Uh, that's in full swing, man. I know there's only a few more episodes left, I think, but uh, that's in full swing. Kiefer style. Kiefer style. I've been watching uh, this on Netflix. It's called the Santa Clarita Diet. It is. You haven't been watching it very well. No, well, it's not. A, <laughs> it's not that diet. It's not that kind of diet. Oh, not it's, that kind it's, of diet. It's, it is absolutely. Hilarious! I don't know why I didn't watch it when it first came out. So it's uh, it's Drew Barrymore. Okay, pretty little sweet Drew Barrymore, right? And she and her husband are real estate agents, and she dies during a house showing, and she comes back to life. So she's a zombie, but she's still sweet little pretty Drew Barrymore, right? Okay. So the Santa Clarita diet is that you know she's a zombie, so she has to have you know uh, human flesh. But again, it's it's hilarious because it's pretty sweet little Drew Barrymore, <laughs> and it just her, the way she portrays it, it it's very funny. All it's right. very funny. Don't let your kids watch it. it it's yeah, you watch a lot of the shows that don't let your yeah, kids watch. Yeah, I do actually. <laughs> <laughs> but but then I like I counter it with you know X Men on Hulu or something like that with right. the, the, you know, cartoon Eli and I are, are jumping in to watch it. All right, man. Um, that's it. Unless you got anything else, I got nothing, man. You got, got nothing. nothing, man. I'm just uh, just chilling. Happy to be here. So waiting to, uh, you know, see what's see what's ahead in the next few weeks, man. See what's ahead in the next few weeks. Um, looking looking ahead in the next few weeks, we got the draft coming up next week. We do. We've got a draft show for you, but we're still looking for that basketball guy. Yep. For your super PC. Um, the week after that, we'll have an early show because uh, I will be going to Toronto. Yes, you will. And. Man. Uh, Mr. Uh, Longfly Ball will be jumping on with me to a co-host from there. And uh, the week after that, I think we're going to start prepping for the Beckett show here. Oh, that's right. That's right. right. Yep. So 
coming to a theater near you. Yeah, coming. Yeah, exactly. So there, all that's coming up. We got uh, giveaways coming up this week. So watch Twitter, please, guys. Be involved with us. Retweet hashtag Fat Packs hashtag Skew the Drake um, hashtag Fat Packs A. Just a. <laughs> that's good stuff. And mailbag, man. Keep it. Yeah, coming. keep the mailbag coming. We'll open that back up uh, in a couple weeks so we can get a. Uh, get you guys involved in the show uh we do have another box of honus bonus to give it away so uh, look for that coming up real soon too right, cool. i gotta get that out before may when this honus bonus season starts there you go so all that's coming up all right that's this week guys you uh just keep doing what you're doing keep being a part of the show we really appreciate it until next week just keep listening cue the drink <laughs>